are listening to Rockabilly Radio, the home of Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Hey everybody, this is DJ Dell Viriel. I am here with you broadcasting live from the Motorbilly Studios on a Wednesday night. It is our fourth show of the year so far. Things are off to a great start. And tonight, we've got a very special on-air guest. We're going to be interviewing our good friend all the way from Sacramento, California, live virtually here in the Motorbilly Studios. It's Jeffrey Miller. Jeffrey's got a great new CD. He's kind of continuing in that honky-tonk, old-school rock and country tradition, and I know a lot of our fans and friends and listeners out there dig this old-school rock and country sound. If you're a fan of, like, Charlie Thompson and the country sounds of Veronica Sam, then you're definitely going to go for Jeffrey Miller in a big way. We've been uh, really digging his all-night honky-tonk man disc from a year or so ago, and, well, he's got a brand new one that's dropping literally in less than a week, so we're going to chat with him. we got some fun questions to bombard him with. And we'll be featuring some selections from this brand new recording. Some great exclusive for you to dig here on the program tonight. So, as usual, I'm opening up the lines. If there's a request you'd like to hear tonight, please don't be shy. Reach out, touch me. You can email me anytime. It's Dell, D-E-L, at Motorbilly.com. And you can also reach out to me up on Facebook. Look for our link. Share it, like it, make a comment below. And instant messaging is always fine. We prefer if you make a request in the comments section. More folks will see it. Let's get ready to go, man. I'm ready to hit you hard with a best selection of both vintage and modern rockabilly sounds. So please turn it up loud and let's get ready to go, go, go with the Hispanic hot rodder DJ Del Virial here tonight on Go Cat Go, the rockabilly show. I believe in girls 100%. I've got a gal. She wears blue jeans. The boppinest gal have you ever seen She's a golden jessie She's as sweet as sugar toast Well, a golden jessie Well, to say the least She's the most She's a little bit shy A little bit soft A little bit slow I'm the takeoff But she's a golden jessie When she gets started to roll Well, a golden jessie And the golden Never be so Yeah, rock Come on, rock Yeah, rock Come on, rock Yeah, rock She could rock all night Go to school the next day Come home, Karen A straight headache Cause she's a going Jesse Catching a redwood chase She's a go-hunt Jessie She's a winner in a human race Yes, go, catch, go Well, howdy, amigos! Coming to you live from high atop the basement penthouse of the Motorbilly Building. 
Good near somewhere on the outskirts of the metro Detroit regions. It's time once again for Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. And this is your old pal DJ Dell Virial getting ready to take you on a wonderful ride back through the, uh, the backwoods, the uh, the vintage alleys, the, the the passageways, the tunnels, all the uh, the fine retro sounds that you folks dig. Your favorites from the 50s and, of course, today's modern-day rockin' hits. We've got both sides of the coin, a whole full menu planned for you, so we want you to stick around and enjoy all the sounds we're laying down tonight. From a brand new Bear Family compilation, which just made its way into the Motorbilly Studios, there it is, That'll Fly Get It, Volume 40. Yes, 4-0 in the series. I literally remember going into the record store back in the uh, late 80s, I believe, and buying some of these compilations, probably more like the early 90s. They used to have them up at Tower Records, man. Loved the Bear Family records, and I want to wish them, of course, a uh, great new year. Happy 2022. They're off to a wonderful start. Like I said, music and rock and roll, rockabilly from the vaults of MGM and Cub Records. That was Andy Starr recording for MGM. That was She's a Going, Jesse, and she is a going, man. We're going to get going and give you guys, like I said, both barrels. A lot of great up-tempo, thrilling, fun, rocking music. You know, I kind of originally planned to play all old-school music to kind of balance out last week's Best of 2021 program where we featured all modern music, but I'm already getting so many requests for some of the great new releases. And, of course, we're going to have this great, great interview with Jeffrey Miller a little later on in the program that I think we're just going to do a normal show. So you'll hear a nice, hot 50-50 mix of old and new vintage and modern rocking sounds. And there you go. Kicking things out with Andy Starr. Right now, we're going to travel to Belgium and check out something from the Ragged Roses. They come from Leuven, Belgium. And it features the uh, the lovely Katrine Van Proyen on lead vocals here from their new disc, which we're totally digging a whole lot, called Do Me Right. Check out this one. It's called Crying Over You. It's our good friends, the Ragged Roses, and you're enjoying them, folks, tonight here on DJ Dell's Go Cat Go, The Rockabilly Show. In my head, I know it's me and you. In my heart, we will never be through. Be to my song, I'll dance only stroll In my heart and 
Hey, 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 woman, no. Hey, 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 woman, no. Hey, 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 woman, no. Hey, 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 hey. Well, I went to my doctor not so long ago. Walking in the circle, I'm all alone. He looked at me and said, Good Lord above, son, you need a vaccination over. Woman, no. Well, I'm looking for a woman. One track mind Fucking and the teasing and the switching all the time I'll be her kissing to the moon above the sun Sure, I'm gonna need me some home and love Strike one! Loving gal that needs a lot of care Don't mind about her fitting You don't want to get along for hair The doctor really skipping me When he said, good Lord above us And he showed around and needing you Some woman, no, well I'm tired Of walking so I'm tired of moaning low I phone my baby with me Every bit of a go I want my loving baby To call me turtle dove I showed around and needing Some woman, no, let's rock in
just to see her eyes I got it in my pocket, got it in my pocket And I'd feel my big surprise I got it in my pocket, got it in my pocket All cleaned up and looking my best I'm real nervous, but nevertheless It'll all be worth it when she said yes I got it in my pocket, got it in my pocket 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 It'll all be worth it when she said yes I got it in my pocket, got it in my pocket 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 That is Primal Rockabilly, grade A. Going right to the source, man. It's Sun Studios from 1954. There's the king, Elvis Presley, yeah, with Blue Moon of Kentucky. you got to keep it old school every once in a while here on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly show. Like I said earlier, we, we try to give you a nice balance, you know, a little bit of a history lesson, but uh, fun, up-tempo, old-school vintage rockin' material, backed up by all the latest and greatest material from bands and, and rockin' arcs and acts all over the world, man. And there you go. Uh, the King, Elvis, along with Scotty and Bill, doing Blue Moon of Kentucky, that old bluegrass tune. They, they kind of jumped it up. I think they startled a lot of people when they <laughs> set off that early rockabilly rock and roll explosion. We also enjoyed the Reverend Horton Heat in the set. You know, here I just was looking online, and I saw that he's going to be coming through Detroit sometime in late spring, it looks like, with a cool gig. That's always great. Love it when the Rev gets on the road. And he's been you know working hard behind the scenes 
scenes. I like how he's kind of uh, nurturing and mentoring a lot of up-and-coming artists. And hopefully we'll see more recordings coming out on his little Fun Guy record label. But from 2018, off the album Whole New Life, this came out on the Victory record label. Victory Records out of Chicago. They're more of a heavy metal, kind of hard rock and, you know, outfit. But seems to be a pretty good mix so far. We'll see if the Rev's going to release a new album with them soon. Got it in my pocket. There you go. Keep it safe, man. Don't lose it. Gene Vincent and the Blue Caps, 56 on Capitol with Woman Love. Incidentally, that was the flip side to Bebop Alula. And I just loved his uh, crazed, desperate passion that he just kind of oozed. If you listen real closely, like if you're lucky and you've got a maybe a pair of headphones and you can kind of turn it loud and hear all the details coming at you, I, I swear you can you can hear it kind of coming out of his pores. Great early stuff there. But you know, of course, Capitol Records was looking for their own answer to Elvis Presley, and I think Gene fit the bill. He was more of a true rocker. Elvis, I think, coming in from the uh, country and gospel. R&B mold, but uh, Gene, nothing like a man. From the Gene Rocks Beer Family compilation, that was Woman Love. And then we had the Ragged Roses right on top, man, with Crying Over You. You can find their new disc. It's on the Roots Rumble record label. And uh, they're doing a great job of self-promoting, and I wanted to thank them very, very much for sharing the links to the show. I think they've been appreciating all the airplay we've been giving them. If you like them, definitely check them out on Facebook. Give them a thumbs up, see what they're up to and where they might be performing at somewhere in Europe, right? Straight out of Belgium, it's the Ragged Roses off the Do Me Right disc that was crying over you. All right, well, let's keep it going, man. No crying tonight. We don't want to cry those blues. We want to keep you guys rocking and rolling right into the dawn. I mentioned earlier we're going to have an exclusive interview with our good friend Jeffrey Miller. That's going to happen probably in the last third of the program. So he selected us to uh, chat him up uh, at least East Coast time. He'll be on approximately 10 p.m. But for you folks listening in out in California, all my California cousins, that'll be approximately 7 p.m. out there on the Pacific Coast. So look forward to that. We'll definitely be hitting him up with some good questions and digging into this new album, Leaving 101. I'm looking forward to playing it for you folks. Hey, you know, let's play some of our my new favorites, too, from uh, some of the bands that were kind of topping my best of for 2021. I'm a big fan of Jeremy Slamenda, and he's got a great new act, and they're called The Jarrells. Now, they got a new album coming out soon. Now, Actually, it was released in 2021, but it won't see a physical release until sometime this year early. I was talking to Carlos over at El Toro Records, and it seems like it's uh, in the pipeline to be uh, released very, very soon. There will be vinyl as well as CDs, and I'm sure that you can already start streaming it up on the Spotify. And of course, we'll play the heck out of it here on Go Cat Go. From the new disc, it's called Wanted Man. How about we do, oh man, so many good tunes on here. I think I'm just going to choose one kind of at random, and let's do this one. It's called All Out of Kisses Now. I don't know how that could ever be, man. I've got plenty of surefire kisses for you. We're going to be kissing your ear with the lovely music of the Jarrells from the Wanted Man disc. Check them out tonight on DJ Dell's Go Cat Go.
some rainy night Well, it's not about all that I can stand I know you've been seeing another man You ain't treating me right, baby You ain't treating me right You ain't treating me right, baby You ain't treating me right That's why I walk out on some moonlit night well, I got no use for the moon above with a snake hiding in my garden of love. You ain't treating me right, baby. You ain't treating me right. Now if you wanna play the game that's the way you'll find it's a game that you can play You ain't treating me right, babe, you ain't treating me right You ain't treating me right, babe, you ain't treating me right That's why I'll walk out some stormy night You ain't treating me right You ain't treating me right, baby You ain't treating me right You ain't treating me right, baby You ain't treating me right Have fun With Go Cat Go Where the action is Oh, you 
Speaking of a whole lot of woman, I am uh, saddened to pass along the information, the news that Ronnie Spector passed away. It sounds like it just happened today. This kind of blindsided me. I've been rather busy with, you know, family and getting radio stuff ready. But yeah, and New York just came out on the wire. Ronnie Spector, the cat-eyed, beehived rock and roll siren. She sang 60s hits such as Be My Baby, Baby I Love You, Walking in the Rain was a big one as well. And she was a leader of the girl group. The Ronettes, as a young teenager, she's passed away, and she was 78 years old. So she died today, Wednesday. Uh, apparently, she had a brief battle with cancer, so we know what caused it. Their family literally knows that Ronnie lived her life with a twinkle in her eye, a spunky attitude, and a wicked sense of humor and a smile on her face. She was filled with love and gratitude. Very cool. So a lot of folks, of course, are you know posting the tributes. Thankfully, I did have the opportunity to see Ronnie Spector perform. In fact, she performed at the Nashville Boogie a few years back, and it was a wonderful show. Actually, my family got to see it with me, so I'm very grateful for that, too. And she was fantastic. Still great looking, super sexy with the awesome hair and the crazy pipes, and what a great story, too. I'm surprised somebody hasn't made a movie about her life, because she really was one of those ultra-talented gals and her life filled with ups and downs. She was married, I think, briefly to uh, Phil Spector, obviously, and a lot of drama there. But her music, I think, is highly regarded, not just by folks in the roots rocking scene, but by many, many people, I think, who love real rock and roll. And again, very grateful that, you know, 
our good friend Jason was uh, able to book her for the Nashville Boogie a few years back. She appeared on the same night, I remember, as uh, J.D. McPherson. I think J.D. opened up, and then it was uh, Ronnie, and then I believe it was uh, the B-52s. So, so many great memories, but she was fantastic. So I'm going to have to pour through my photos and see if I got any uh, any pictures with her. I Like I said, I just thought she was dynamite. Very talented singer-songwriter and just a wonderful lady. And again, we're sad to pass along the news that Ronnie Spector passed away today at the age of 78. I'm going to play a few of her tracks. And if anyone out there has got some uh, favorite Ronnie Spector tunes, let me know. I know that uh, my good friends, uh, Randy has already reached out to me, a couple other folks as well. If you've got a favorite Ronnie Spector or the Ronettes track you'd like to play, we'll do a little tribute set right now. I think her music is timeless. Uh, of all the songs that kind of gets uh, played over and over again on Top 40 Oldies Radio, I think her music has uh, one of the few with, with true lasting staying power. And she's a great inspiration, I think, for doo-wop acts and female performers, musicians of all ages. Let's go feature a couple tracks from Ronnie Spector. And here I have her with her big hit with the Ronettes. This is Be My baby and we'll enjoy it tonight as we say rest in peace to the late great ronnie specter tonight on go cat go the rockabilly show
close You've been gone so long I've been waiting Endless nights Days go
some things happen when you kind of do things the last minute here. But the reason we're playing a lot of group group stuff tonight is because we lost the late, great Ronnie Spector, passing away at the age of 78, I guess after a short battle with cancer. So I don't know if COVID was involved. I just know that she's no longer with us, and that makes us all very, very sad. An incredible voice. Like I said, a huge inspiration to many folks, not just in the rock and scene, but I think female singers are literally all over the world. So in this set, we got to enjoy some music from Ronnie, kind of a little retrospective of her career. And she had quite a interesting one, too. A lot of twists and turns, uh, pathways all over the place. I mentioned before that you know she was married to Phil Spector. And Phil Spector worked with George Harrison of the Beatles. And Ronnie was one of the first acts signed to Apple Records. So in 1971, we got to hear Tandoori Chicken. <laughs> Sounds like a song that maybe uh, Ringo Starr might have done. So that was Ronnie Spector, along with George Harrison, recording for Apple Records, too. That was one of the first 45s, Tandoori Chicken. Kind of a simple rock and roll song. It reminds me a little bit of a, maybe a silly Jerry Lee Lewis thing. Definitely a little bit of a, a retro rock and roll vibe in there. We enjoyed uh, something from 77. That was Ronnie Spector along with the E Street Band. Of course, that's Bruce Springsteen's backup band and a great track called Baby, Please Don't Go. We also enjoyed a nice cover of the Ramones song, She Talks to Rainbows. That was Ronnie Spector from 1999. And then right back at the top of the set, we enjoyed Be My Baby from the Ronettes. That was their huge big hit. Kind of put them on the map. Very typical of that Phil Spector girl group sound, that Wallace sound. They almost threw everything in the studio in there. Lots of strings, lush orchestration, background vocals. I think they double, triple tracked a lot of vocals. And Ronnie, being a young gal with an amazing set of pipes, a fantastic vocal range, she was really able to sell that song, I think, and put a lot of emotion into her music. So, of course, she'll be remembered and thanked and inspiring, I'm sure, ladies and gentlemen for, for many, many years. And, again, we're sad to report the information that Ronnie Spector, uh, the Ronettes' lead singer, passed away today at the age of 78. So I believe she was in New York, where she uh, resided, and um, that's where she passed away. So we'll get back to the regular rock and radio program, but I thought I would play something from uh, uh, some of the female acts in our rock and scene. You know, we've got a lot of great new music that we'd love to play for you folks. And again, still looking for your requests, too. If there's something you'd enjoy tonight here, we're kind of flying a little wild and loose on, on Go Cat Go, the Rock and Billy Show. Let me know. And I would definitely love to play something cool and rocking just for you. Let me see here. Here's what I was looking for. Apologize for that delay there. So uh, one of my favorite modern day singers is Vicky Tafoya. Uh, Vicky lives in Southern California, and I show that I'm sure that me, she, like many other folks in her scene, are kind of devastated. And I bet you Vicky probably had many opportunities to see and perhaps even perform for Ronnie Spector. So I'm going to play you uh, the single that came out just last year on the Penrose record label. So this is Vicky Tafoya and her band doing Forever. And I think you'll enjoy it. And I'm sure if Ronnie Spector is listening in from on high, she'll definitely smile as well. So please enjoy a little bit of Vicky Tafoya and the big beat tonight on Go Cat Go the Rockabilly Show.
Uh-huh, honey. All right. My baby whispers in my ear. Baby, I keep them to myself. Sweet nothing. Mm, sweet nothing. We walk along hand in hand. Mm, sweet nothing. Yeah, we both understand. Mm, sweet nothing. Sitting in pastel trying to read my. Baby, give me that special look. Sweet nothing.
baby stroll on over here and dig some great rocking sounds coming down tonight on the go Cat go radio program hey i'm getting a lot of great interaction with friends and fans tonight and i am very very grateful and thankful for that too i, I feel a little overwhelmed sometimes with uh, you know family responsibilities and things i wasn't able to get a, a graphic put together to promote tonight's live program but uh, i'm just very grateful everybody's here you know the numbers are up and that's fantastic so if you give me a short while i'll get something out there for you to like and share and comment on but as always you can reach out to me via the instant message up on facebook rock and shout outs to the lovely jenny mendonca i hope she and her uh, fantastic husband are doing well i wish you a happy new year uh, i'm digging your story some of the first concerts you ever saw i can't believe roy orbison was your very first concert i'm, I'm very embarrassed to tell you what my first concert was i probably won't tell you i'll save that for later but uh randy sending in a lot of great information and factoids about ronnie specter and uh yeah you know it's kind of a bummer, but again, I am very, very grateful to have seen, didn't get to meet her, but I did get to see her perform, and I got to have my family check her out too. So we get that experience, which is great. And, uh, you know, that kind of inspired Jenny, I think, to share some of her stories. You know, some of us had great parents growing up, and uh, they would take us to crazy car shows or to see concerts and stuff. You know, maybe your your mom and dad were cool that way. I think I got a lot of my musical love and inspiration from my mother, too. We didn't go to many shows, but, you know, it comes through in, in many other ways. So here I am spinning, folks, spinning tunes for you folks on a Wednesday night. You're tuning to Rockabilly Radio. Finishing up that set with a track from Elise 
Leslie. There she is with the Johnny Mandel Orchestra, 57 on the Era record label. That was He Will Come Back to Me. Like it, man. He'll, he'll come strolling back when you sing like that. We enjoyed music, fresh recent music from Tammy Savoy and the Chris Costello Combo. So this is like a Chicago outfit. Chris, of course, is from Ann Arbor. He spends his time, I think, in uh, Chicago and Nashville quite a bit. But we'll go back about Oh, a year and a half, two years, to the Swell Tune, 7 is 45. That was one of the early ones, I believe, colored vinyl, too. Big Baby from Tammy Savoy. Love that gal. And then we had Brenda Lee, young Brenda Lee, Little Miss Dynamite, recording for Decca Records. You know, that one, back when she was still very young and demure, but I think she was sounding kind of sexy, you know? <laughs> she's, a, she's a tiny little pint-sized gal. I think that's why she got that nickname, Little Miss Dynamite. Big voice and a little frame. But uh, a great, kind of sexy one from her, from 59, like I said, in the Decca record label. And that was Sweet Nothing. So another good stroller, too. Vicky Tafoya, oh, cannot say enough great things about this gal's incredible voice. So much talent. And her uh, coming in from Southern California, recording for Penrose Records, and also, um, I think, a dual release on Daptone. That's the uh, A-side to that 7-inch 45 from 2019. It's Vicky Tafoya and the Big Beat with Forever. I, I could listen to this song over and over again. Ugh, it just washes over my ears and it's it's magical. It's great stuff. And again, I'm really happy to share it with you folks here tonight on Go Cat Go! The Rockabilly Show. I'm getting ready for an exclusive interview coming up in probably about 40 minutes or so, maybe a little more than that. We'll be chatting with our good friend Jeffrey Miller and Jeffrey's going to be uh, phoning in from his big ranch out in Sacramento, California and we're going to be talking about featuring tracks from his forthcoming album Leaving Highway 101. So we've been featuring a lot of his stuff uh, quite a bit in the last year or so. You know, I'd say his and the West of Texas disc were kind of my big go-tos when it came to rock and country. But if you didn't know it, Jeffrey, a few years back, used to be in a rockabilly band. So he's been performing quite a bit Roots Rockin' X and different things uh, over the years. We're going to ask him about it, but I pulled this one out from 2017. This is his band known as the Twilight Drifters. It reminds me quite a bit of the uh, Ann Arbor-based band, the Starlight Drifters, at least in name, but uh, great stuff. You know, cool rockin' sounds, a little retro vibe, of course, and they do a lot of hot rod stuff. So I picked out a, a cool tune to pick, kick off this set. Yeah, get you guys all you know geared up for Autorama, which will be coming around the horn in about a month or two. But here are the Twilight Drifters right out of Sacramento, California. This is Jeffrey Miller on lead guitar and vocals, along with Todd Hinton, Larry Carr, Brad Cross. And uh, look at that, Deke Dickerson twiddling the knobs behind the glass. He produced this album. So from the, uh, the disc Paint and Primer, here are the Twilight Drifters with Back in a Cadillac. Let's go cruising tonight with Jeffrey Miller and company tonight on Go Cat Go! The Rockabilly Show. I left LA and my baby behind In a jaded plane to go across the sky Said if you want to take a good first class Get a Cadillac Taken to ride in a luxury train car to my side She's on board, don't you know romance, can you can
telling you, Jack. I love that big Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. Well, the insurance company said I'm sorry, son. Ain't a solitary thing that can be done. It made me mad, so they got my goat. Cause I still gotta make those a hundred dollar notes. So, oh, 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 me. Take a look at that big Cadillac. Oh, golly gee. With the four yellow wheels and the red on the back I'm telling you, Jack I love that big Cadillac Cadillac, 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 Cadillac
a Cadillac too Now won't you tell me what I'm gonna do Well I'm looking high and I'm looking low Where in the world did that woman go I gotta find my baby and bring her back home She ran off with my Cadillac She said she loved me, said she always would But she left me for a cat named Robin Hood He had a dark green suit with a feather in his hat He wasn't nothing but a real cool cat Well I'm looking high
She had a big pile of black hair, too. Looked good in that Cadillac rolling down the street. That was Joyce Green, recorded for the Vaden record label way back in 1959. Now, I'm trying to remember the story. There was uh, an anecdote or the kind of origin of that track. Apparently, I think it was a blues song that she might have rewritten. She might have taken the lyrics and kind of tweaked them a little bit, added them to some uh, rock and music, or it might have been vice versa. You know, Maybe they took the song and uh, she wrote some new lyrics to them. I'm not sure. Either way, that's a that's a classic, man. So many, you know, modern day rock and acts, especially the ladies, love playing that song. <laughs> I'm sure. What a tale, huh? Gonna come to your cat your funeral in a big black Cadillac. Well, I don't know. As long as I'm, I'm sitting in the front, I don't want to be laying down in the back. So there you go. From a cool SoCal Speed Shops Hot Rod Classics compilation, there is Black Cadillac. A nice long Cadillac set. Yeah, at least uh, 12 feet long, huh? At least. Well, we also enjoyed some modern day music from one of my favorite acts out of Australia. Now, this is a band known as the Starliners. They only released two albums, but the guys have been involved in quite a lot of rocking things going on in the uh, Oh, down in Australia there. So featuring Hank Ferguson, Dave Cantrell is in there as well. I think Hank did the vocalizing. Just brilliant steel guitar work from an Aloha Records uh, debut called Introducing the Starliners Rebop. Dig it. It's a brilliant go-to if you ever get a chance. It came out in 97, but I find it fascinating and a really great listen, too. I hope you enjoyed Cadillac 
in a Model A, the old Bob Wills tune, as performed by the Starliners. We had Baker Knight and his Nightmares. This one got an early release on Kit Records, but it was picked up for national distribution by Decca. came out in 56, so there he goes from his early years compilation, Bippin' and Boppin', Baker Knight and the Nightmares with Bring My Cadillac Back. Yeah. Definitely. Those things aren't cheap to run, man. You know, don't be wasting all my gasoline. We uh, had to play a little bit of Wayne Hancock. Man, going back to 97, his second full-length album, That's What Daddy Wants, that came out on the ARC 21 record label, featuring uh, a slew of brilliant Austin musicians. They're right out of Texas. And in fact, I remember Lisa Pankratz played drums in that uh, track there, too. What a glorious bunch of noise. Wayne Hancock, that uh, well, rockin' troubadour there from Texas with brand new Cadillac, and then Sammy Masters in front of that one, 58 on 4 Star out of California with Pink Cadillac, and then we enjoyed the Twilight Drifters. So there they are from Sacramento, California, going way back to their second album, Paint and Primer. They put that out on the old monophonic record label, Back in a Cadillac inspiring us. And we're going to be chatting with Jeffrey Miller in just a little while, about 30 minutes, maybe 25 or so. So I got all my questions ready, and I'm excited to play you tracks from his new album, Leaving 101. Now, if you're uh, like me and you're antsy, you can't wait to hear him, you'll be able to buy and download tracks very, very soon up on Bandcamp. He'll give you the uh, the go-ahead. We'll get the 411 and the straight skinny on what's going on with Jeffrey Miller. So we'll be chatting with him in just a short while, so please don't miss it. But let's keep it rolling, man, because we do have more of the greatest rockin' music ever made. Now, since Jeffrey is more of a honky-tonker these days, straight-up uh, Ameripolitan, Americana country artist, I think I'm going to play rockin' music but in the country mold. I mentioned this cat earlier, and I'm saying, hey, man, let's play some of his tunes. You know, he's about due for a new release, too. So let's travel over to uh, grand old England and dig some music on the Fairlane record label. This is our old pal Charlie Thompson. He's the singing yodeling fireman from the UK, and we're going to enjoy a track from his Foothill Sessions disc. This came out on Fairlane, like I said, in 2015. Wonderful album. Let's play the leadoff track for you. Here's Charlie Feathers lending his great pipes to Going Like Wildfire. All right, so stand back, light the fuse. We're going to burn up the night with Charlie Thompson on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Closing in on me just like a prairie fire Looks like very soon you're gonna be my one desire If you really saw me with your smile and personality You're going like a wildfire with me Wildfire, you're going like a wildfire No matter where or how I turn, there you are Sweeping on and getting closer, darling, can't you see? You're going like a wildfire with me. You, I knew enough was said Was like a brick wall tumbled down And hit me on the head You got me walking on a cloud I don't know F and Z You're going like a wildfire with me Wildfire You're going like a wildfire No matter where or how I turn There you are Sweeping on and getting closer Darling, can't you see like a wildfire with me 
Smoke so far to think of rice and rain Oh, tears of honeymoon, Niagara Falls and all those things They can be very far ahead if only you'll agree You're going like a wildfire with me Darling, can't you see? You're going like a wildfire with me. I'm a walking a dog, and I'm never blue. I'm a walking a dog. I ain't thinking about you. And painting the town Such an easy life I never knew Until the day that I left you Well, I'm a carefree lad That's seen the light I'm a walking the dog Fool. He's 
loving fool. I'm a whiskey loving fool. He's a whiskey loving fool. Well, on the corner, on the rocks, I just can't leave that stuff alone and I need it. Well, cause I'm a fool. Bartender, please don't be so slow. I got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, I'm gonna be feeling low. So please, please, bartender, I want a six pack to go. I've been a drinking all day long, taking in the town. I've done spent my whole paycheck just a honky-tonkin' round. I don't have enough to pay my rent, I ain't gonna worry though. I got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Bartender, please don't be so slow. I got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, I'm gonna be feeling low. So please, please, bartender, I want a six pack to go. I've been a drinking all day long, taking in the town. I've done spent my whole Check just a honky-tonkin' round Well, I don't have enough to pay my rent I ain't gonna worry, though I got time for one more round And a six-pack to go One six-pack to go it's a five-pack now. Sorry, I, I had to borrow one of them. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, from 1960 on the Capitol Record label. That's some prime, prime rock and country. I love that stuff, man. It sounds like it could have been recorded earlier, but, you know, he was kind of like the king of honky-tonk for quite a long time. There is the legendary country music performer and singer, 
Hank Thompson, uh, like I said, from 60 on Capitol, from a recent Battle Flag Get It compilation, another one from Bear, volume 37 in the series. Six-pack to go. I think a lot of bars back in the day used to allow you to do that. They would give you a brown bag and just pick you out a cold six-pack and slip it in there, and then you'd be on your way. I don't know if they really do that too often anymore. You probably have to go to a convenience store. And definitely have your ID with you. All right. Well, we are boozing it up and bopping it up in the country here. Nice little rocking country billy set. And we had the Dole Brothers coming in from the UK. Love these boys, man. Uh, great family with uh, wonderful harmonies and great musicianship, too. I think they get better and better every year. Good, good stuff, man, on the El Toro record label. So this is from their debut album from 2013. That was Old Brother. It's the Dole Brothers. The track we enjoy is a great original called whiskey loving fool more of a mountain dew man myself there you go uh by request webb pierce uh recording i believe for deca 53 with i'm walking the dog nice request in the set and then charlie thompson from his Fairlane disc the foothills sessions now he recorded that in california with kind of like the cream of the rock and crop i think he had some of the same guys that uh willie berry used back in the day i think he had like uh, dave stuckey and if i remember right wally hersom Probably a few other folks that you'd be very familiar with. A brilliant album, The Foothill Sessions. It came out on vinyl as well as CD. That was going like wildfire. Yeah, man. Burning up the night sky with Charlie Thompson here tonight on Go Cat Go. Okay, coming up in a very short while, I'm going to be making a phone call direct from uh, Sacramento, California, from his palatial ranch. I'm sure on the outskirts there. I wonder how many cattle he has. We'll have to ask him and find out. We're going to be chatting with our good friend Jeffrey Miller. We've been really, really in love with his album as of late there. Loving his All Night Honky Tonk Man. That was one of my favorites from 2021. Did very, very well on the Americana and the Ameripolitan music charts, too. So we'll ask him about that. I wonder how many mutas he's sold. He's probably still selling lots of lots of albums there. Well, before we get to him, though, a little more music for you folks to enjoy. I've got a recent one from Phil Doyle. Here's Doyle from Doyle and the Twang Lords. Now, as he was traveling and touring in the recent years, I think literally the last nine months or so, he had an idea for a, a great compilation, and he used his little uke, ukulele guitar. So I guess it's called uke guitar. And he put together this little compilation featuring various artists that he met along the way. The album's called Uke Can't Keep a Good Man Down. We wouldn't even want to try. But I love Philip. He's a very talented fellow with a lot of great creative uh, ideas and just wonderful ways of uh, spinning old music and making it new. So let's check out a track here. This is called Funnel of Love. So it's him working with Alice Pachenko. It's uh, Phil Doyle here, folks, again from Diablo Records. Check him out on Go Cat Go. The Rockabilly Show.
there'll be no more crying to do. Well, they're all love, I know I did you, but there'll be When you won't, you tell me you do, baby, when you don't Let me know, honey, how you feel Tell the truth now, is love real? Uh-uh, oh, honey, don't Well, honey, don't Honey, don't Oh, honey, don't Hey, honey, don't Say you will when you won't Uh-uh, honey, don't Baby, and you ought to know I like the way that you wear your clothes Everything about you is a doggone sweet You got that sand all over your feet So, uh-uh Hey, honey, don't Folks, uh, legendary king of rockabilly, Mr. Carl Perkins here in the program. That was Honey Don't, uh, one of my favorites pulled from this original Sun Greatest Hits compilation. I think literally one of the first CDs I ever purchased back in the day. I recorded for Sun back in 57. There he is, folks, from Tiptonville, Tennessee. That's Carl Lee Perkins here on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show with Honey Don't. We had uh, also in that set the Dave and Deke combo. I got another suggestion for some Dave and Deke, so I thought I'd kind of Throw you guys a curveball, play you something rare. One of the outtakes, a little demo version of No More Crying the Blues. Love that song. And 
You can see those boys were working it up into something fierce, huh? We had Roy Orbison. We'll send that song out to Jenny. That was Claudette. Uh, it sounded like an early demo version of it, too. You know, he gave that song to the Everly Brothers, and they, of course, did great things with it. Like they put it on the flip side to one of their big hits, and uh, early on in Roy's career, I think that helped put a lot of food on the table for him and his family. So brilliant track. Great to hear Roy's version of it. That was Claudette from the Roy Rock's Bear Family compilation. Way back on top of the set, brand new music from Phil Doyle on the Diablo record label. And I encourage you, if you're a fan of Psychobilly and all things twang, to check out Phil and his bands. That was You Can't Keep a Good Man Down. Did you hear the uke there? I'm kind of emphasizing the K in it. Phil Doyle teaming up with Alice Pachenko doing a great version of Funnel of Love at the top of our set here. So, folks, I am pleased to bring to our show... Once again, because he has been on the program before, all the way from his huge ranch out there on the outskirts of Sacramento, please welcome back to the program, Mr. Jeffrey Miller. Jeffrey, how the heck are you, sir? I'm doing great, Dale. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great to have you, man. So how are you feeling? Is 2022 shaping up to be a pretty great year for you? Well, I'm going to say I'm off to a good start here since I just... uh about to put out another album, and I'm excited about that. I bet, man. I'm got to say, you've been working hard. So you're taking this pandemic time and actually being very fairly productive, and um, I can certainly appreciate that. So before we get, jump right into our conversation, why don't you tell us a little bit about the album? What's it called, and where can people get it? Well, this new album is called uh, Leaving 101. Okay. And that's kind of a play on words. Um Referring to California out here, we got uh, Highway 101, and there's a story that goes along with that. So, um, okay, now is, is that the Pacific Coast Highway? No, uh, I don't know if that's considered Pacific. Highway One is Pacific Coast Highway, I believe. Okay. Ph. Uh, highway 101 is uh, connect to that, but it's. Uh, I don't think it's called the Pacific Coast Highway all the way up and down. Okay, I got you. I actually lived in California for a few years when I was in the Navy, but I was down in, in San Diego. But I do remember driving uh, one time, me and some friends, we, we rented a convertible, and we drove up to Hollywood just for the day, for the weekend. It was a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, we drove along the highway. So California does have some beautiful scenery, and eh, we've also got some great rock and music here. So, again, congratulations on uh, the release of your new album. When is it going to be dropping? Because I know it's coming out soon, right? Yeah, February 1st is the, the drop date. Okay. Um, so it'll be available on Bandcamp and uh, as well as the various platforms out there to stream it. So uh, that's exciting. So it's coming up. It's coming up fast. Right. Well, Jeffrey, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on the program. It's always a, a treat to talk with you, and uh, i got to say I've been a big fan since I've been hearing your solo stuff, and we've been a fan for a while as well with your, your old band, but I, I'm kind of curious to know a little bit more about your musical history. So how long have you been making your own music now? Uh, well, um, I've been uh, writing music for uh, some form of another for uh, maybe 20 years or so, uh, mm-hmm. and it was, it was since I started playing in bands, and... Um, I really started writing uh, songs when I kind of got into uh, roots music in the early, uh, well, kind of uh, early 2000s, 2007, 2008. Um, started doing uh, kind of more vintage country stuff and uh, right. started writing songs uh, sort of in that genre. And that sort of really kind of led me to where I am now. I gotcha. So obviously I'm familiar with your kind of more rockably styled music, but... Not like I was startled, but I was very impressed with the quality and the uh, the country sounds of your uh, your your last album, which you self-released as well. And uh, that album, of course, was one of my favorites from 2021, All Night Honky Tonk Man. So 
would you say that you started out more as a rockabilly and kind of moved into country? Or have you always been more of a country fan and, and I guess, performer? You know, I got to say, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I consider myself a, a country uh, artist first because I, uh, that was the first music uh, I really got into as a kid. Right. Uh, but, I mean, I'm both a country and a rockabilly musician, I would say. I do both, love both, and I enjoy playing both. In fact, I think my first uh, solo album is kind of both a, a rockabilly and a country album. Yeah. Uh, both things on there definitely i think that's part of the appeal for me and definitely a lot of our listeners too you got a lot of fans who make requests almost every week so uh, you you made a big impression on my listeners so thank you for that so you know you you mentioned before and i was reading your bio that you kind of grew up uh, listening to uh, uh, country music uh, in various formats and i'm kind of curious you know where you were inspired from did you have a lot of stations that you listened to on radio stations you tuned in for oldies or maybe for old school classic country music yeah, well, there was uh, here in the Sacramento area. Uh, there, there was one in particular, and it's probably uh, widely known. Uh, is KRAK with Joey Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, you know, you heard of Joey Mitchell? I've heard of him. I've not heard his stuff, but I think I like the way you said that. Though you had a little nice little radio lilt to your voice. That was cool. Exactly. Well, yeah, that, I remember it quite well. Uh, AM radio, KRAK with Joey Mitchell, and so it was a country station and, and oldies. Oldies. So that's really got really got my first uh, you know taste of music uh, as a, a little kid. You know, um, sure. You know, uh, seven, eight, nine years old, whatever in there. And uh, uh, my first uh, favorite songs were country songs, oh, and, that's cool. uh, as well as old rock and roll songs. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about some of your favorite old fifties acts or fifties rock and roll artists. There, can you name some of your your inspirations? Some of the stuff that maybe really resonated with you when you heard it on that AM radio. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Uh, my um, one of my first favorite songs ever, and still my one of my favorite songs today, of course. And I re- request this song uh, every time I see someone play guitar as a kid. Before I played guitar, really, mm-hmm. uh, I'd always say, "Can you play this song?" And the song is "Johnny Be Good," you know, Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> you have good taste. That's pretty cool. So you picked that up as a young lad, and uh, it really resonated with you. That's fantastic. Well, I mean, that that's great taste, really. So would you blame your parents for uh, kind of pointing you in that direction, or did you kind of find it on your own? You think? Oh, I'd blame my uh, my parents and my uh, other other family members, grandparents. You know, they'd have it on, and uh, they would just do it on the way to school. And uh, you know, it was just uh, it was just around. And uh, uh, it's uh, you know, I, I thank them for that. Don't blame them for it. I thank them for it. Because, uh, of course, uh, I still love the music, and I I I love to, I love to play it. Oh, that's fantastic! So you mentioned uh, you know Chuck Berry. Do you have like a favorite vintage country artist, like somebody who's like your go-to guy if you got a Maybe pick out a, a tune to play or a, a, something to listen to. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I gotta say, uh, for fifties country, you know, George Jones is my my guy. You know, uh, I love <laughs> George Jones, late fifties Jones. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Window Up Above and uh, you okay, know, like White Lightning, that kind of stuff. I gotcha. And, uh, yeah, of course, Johnny Cash, uh, Johnny Bond, one of my favorites, also. Maybe not oh, wow. widely known, but you might know him. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think he was a popular because a lot of his novelty hits but yeah you're right he ran pretty deep with the old school country and rockabilly stuff so that's pretty cool you pulled johnny bond out that's awesome very cool and i gotta you know yeah and i gotta say i like johnny cash too that just all of a sudden triggered a memory in my mind as well i remember as a kid um, i think somebody had uh, taken some old records that were in a house fire some of the records were damaged but uh, some of them weren't And i remember pulling out a johnny cash album and taking it home and even though it had a slight warp to it i remember listening to it and these were all early early recordings from 
Johnny's career and they, they definitely made a big impact on me. So that's kind of cool. We have some of those same roots going on in our background there. So I want to get back to talking a bit about some of the bands you played with when you uh, start, first started playing guitar. Now you say you've been playing guitar, sounds like most of your life. Now, what was your first band and uh, when did it start? About what year? Oh, man. Uh, Making you think. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see here. Uh, I started playing guitar at like 11 and, uh, you know, by the time I was 13, I was trying different, uh, you know, bands, uh, you know, with, with uh, friends and other kids of my age and stuff. And I can't remember what our first band was called. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, kind of went, I kind of uh, uh, went on and off of music there for a little while, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what I want to do. And uh, Sure. But, uh, in the, in the, you know, starting in the 90s, I'd say, uh, uh, you know, I was kind of graduated high school and I started to kind of pick up on the 90s uh, music scene that was happening, which is which kind of a exciting time looking back at it. There was, you know, just a lot of bands around. Oh, for sure, yeah. For rockabilly and roots rock music, you're right. I mean, I think for me, I just remember it kind of all coming together with the internet, you know, because like-minded people could find each other in chat groups and stuff and you, you realize that there's there's more than just you and, and the, the local couple rockabillies who are into this stuff so i can't imagine what it must have been like growing up in california being near all that wonderful music you know seeing bands tour and perform i just I, it's hard to even imagine that's so cool that you got to, to kind of experience that firsthand yeah so i'm kind of you know asking a little bit about your bands but you you were in bands and it sounds like you were pretty active. Now, did you make your living as a musician back in the '90s, early 2000s, or did you have like a day job? Uh, I, you know, do what I had, uh, you know, need to. I had a day job usually, mm-hmm. and uh, played music to sort of like you know uh, supplement, you know, and uh, you know right. to keep the soul healthy, and uh, kind of what I'm still doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I've kind of done, you know, had. Uh, Multiple irons in the fire, you might say. Right. So out of the Sacramento scene, would you say you were involved with most of the Roots Rock or Rockabilly acts that kind of performed and, you know, um, maybe performed during that time period? Yeah, I really got into uh, Roots music and Rockabilly in the early 2000s. Uh, I started playing a vintage country kind of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, uh, Friends of the Past, I recently got to sing a few songs with uh, my old uh, friend, Carrie Carr, who was in my old band, Rowdy Kate. Yeah. He was a front singer. And uh, we recently kind of started uh, doing a little uh, duet gigs here and there, and it's been a lot of fun singing harmony with her. We're doing, you know, old June and Johnny kind of stuff, and uh, George Jones and Brenda Carter and that kind of thing. Wow. So it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I love that name, Rowdy Kate. Did she come by that naturally? Is that her nickname? <laughs> you know, uh, you might have to ask her that question, but I, <laughs> I think it's a reference from a book. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll do a little research on that. I sh- I'm surprised I don't know that one. But, you know, I'm skipping over an important question, but I'm going to ask you about this one since you brought up Rowdy Kate. Uh, you mentioned in your bio that you actually got to tour Europe with the band Rowdy Kate. So that must have been quite an education. But I'm, I'm kind of curious to know what you think about the uh, European or old world audiences as compared to the uh, the crowds right here in the U.S. of A. Any differences or do you have a preference? <laughs> uh, well, they're all great. Um, yeah, we... I- did have the pleasure of going to Europe with uh, Rowdy Kate. That was a, a lot of fun. We went to Belgium, France, Holland, um, and had a little uh, good little run there. Nice, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, there. I guess you could say there are, the audiences. Uh, there are differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, all I can say was when I was there, we you know they they're enthusiastic about us being there, and they treat us really nice. Um, well, that's good. 
And uh, it was, uh, you know, they, they were uh, appreciative that we were bringing our music, uh, you know, across the ocean like that and, uh, in, in, uh, from, from the U.S. And so that was, that was nice. Um, that was very cool. Now, did, did Rowdy Kate have some uh, releases, any kind of recordings that we can track down? Uh, we did make an EP. Um, I, I don't, it's not available on any platforms. Uh, but at that time, they weren't, you know, we weren't doing, really doing that. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, kind of a, a lost EP right now. All right, well. <laughs> you never know when it'll turn up, though. I'll keep my eyes on eBay. You never know. And the record racks, too. That's awesome. All right, now i got to get back to this question, too, because I was looking over your, your bio on your uh, your website, and I just thought that was just a fascinating story, and I'm kind of wondering if you could share it with us. So tell us about the journey looking for and finally discovering that your your birth father was a longtime honky-tonk nightclub entertainer. I mean, this is fantastic. You mentioned before that your, your parents, your adoptive parents, uh, definitely introduced you to music, so you got a great education in that, in that regard. But your actual birth father was also like a honky-tonk nightclub entertainer i i can't even imagine tell me about uh you know trying to find him did it take a long time was it easy was he cool when you met him how did this story go let us know <laughs> uh yeah well it, it is kind of a an amazing story i i must say but i i knew about uh my uh my dad um my birth father his name was hank <laughs> hank Falconer. that's right okay and uh and uh, he was, uh, yeah, a, a uh, career, a nightclub entertainer, um, honky-tonk singer. Uh, did, did, you know, not just country, did like a variety of stuff. Uh, sure. Vocal jazz and, and, you know, some pop tunes, but a lot, a lot of country. Um, and so, you know, I knew about it for years. Uh, when my stepfather passed away, I was, was 15, and at that time I learned about um, that I had, uh, you know, birth father out there right and it, took, it took me years to get you know to decide to seek him out uh, sure. in my 20s when i when i did uh meet him mm-hmm. and uh you know he was uh <laughs> he was uh, bartending at a at a bar up here in uh near placerville and which is near sacramento up here in northern california okay so not too far away yeah yeah and uh, i walked in and i watched him for a while and i introduced myself <laughs> wow I can't even imagine what must have been going through your mind, man. You must have been sweating bullets. So was he grateful or kind of upset that you tracked him down? Uh, well, he, I don't think he was upset, but uh, I think initially he wanted to know what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, he thought maybe you were asking for money or something. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I want to know who he was, actually. It was a, quite an interesting encounter. You know? Of course, yeah. So, and, you know, obviously, um, to find out that we had so much in common in terms of uh, you know our interest in music, of course, uh, and as well as taste in music. So uh, it, was, it ended up being a, a nice. Uh, you know, we had a, established a good relationship, and we played music together for years uh, in in, the, in his bar. And you know, just kind of father and son. He would he played a lot of the songs that I knew from when I was a kid. Oh my gosh! Which really helped me reconnect with what I call my roots, you know, musical roots. Of course. Um, and so it was really really a, a, a great transitional point for me to kind of you know to find a direction um, uh, at that time. So, Well, it must have been like a sign. I mean, I'm sure a lot of musicians out there who are writing and performing, they, they kind of want to know, is this really the, the, the route or the path in life that I should take? I mean, that must have just been an incredible sign that you finally track down and, and you get to meet your birth father and 
he turns out to be a pretty cool guy. And not only that, he is a musician and an entertainer like you are. I mean, that must have just been like a, um, like a, the angels parting the clouds and, and the light coming through. I can't even imagine how that must have been a sign for you. That's incredible. Yeah, you, uh, the writing was there. It was a glaring, <laughs> a glaring message from the universe. Oh, well, that's awesome, man. What a cool story. Now, is your father still with us? Are you still in contact with him? Uh, yeah, he passed away uh, in 2018. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a couple of years now. All right, well, my condolences there, but I'm, I'm so happy you got to reunite with him. I mean, that really is a great story. I, I think that would almost be an inspiration for a whole album in and of itself. Well, it's funny you mention that. I, I did plan to, uh, you know, in my next album, uh, whenever that comes out, but I'm, I'm starting to think about it already. Wow. Um, start to tell some of these stories that I've, that I've gone through, and including uh, meeting him. Now, did you guys ever write songs together? You obviously performed and worked together for a little while. Did you, you know, woodshed or maybe work on something? You know, we didn't get the chance to do that, unfortunately, and I wish that I had been more, uh, you know, encouraging of us to sure. collaborate in that way. Well, I, I understand. He didn't, he didn't seem to be at this at the at that the point I knew him to be really interested in recording and anything like that. So it mm-hmm. wasn't really a focus that we had. But I wish I had encouraged him to. Oh, no doubt. But I mean, still, you got those memories and those uh, those times with them, and, and that's something a lot of po- folks don't ever get. I mean, thankfully, you had the courage and the will to, to track them down, and gosh, I think that's kind of cool. What an inspiration and, and a great story. I appreciate you sharing that, man. That's really cool. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for asking about it. No problem. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about your Twilight Drifters days. Uh, are the Twilight Drifters a, kind of a continual band? Do you guys still get out and perform together as an active group, or is that kind of uh, in the past for you? I, I I call it on a pause right now. Uh, we're just when the pandemic came around and I started focusing on writing my first album. It just seemed like um, that was taking a uh, you know uh, momentum and uh, was really where my inspiration was and is right now. Um, so uh, it's kind of Twilight Drifters are still there, but you know we're not uh, actively playing at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of really focusing on my solo album and my my country um, records at this time. Gotcha. Uh, but, you know, you never know. So we'll see. I'm not sure what the future's going to hold. But, okay. Uh, well, the Twilight Drifters have kind of been a trio, but I know you've supplemented them in the past, especially on your last album. A lot of horns and some kind of, I don't know, almost like some soulful, more danceable grooves there. I think it's kind of cool that you explore different sounds with the Twilight Drifters, but you really seem more comfortable and at home doing the honky-tonk and old-school country, right? Yeah, I think that's probably true. I definitely feel uh, it's a natural... Um, you know, uh, channel for me, you know, uh, sounds of the style of it, the cultural connections, you know, that I, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I really have a deep understanding of, and, uh, um, and it just comes natural to me. So uh, I, I feel good about what I'm doing right now. Well, I think this is a good time right now to take a little musical pause and remind our listeners that we're chatting right now with Jeffrey Miller. Jeffrey's all the way from Sacramento, California. We were talking about his history with the band, The Twilight Drifters, but of course, you know, he's got a, a brilliant album that came out just last year, All Night Honky Tonk Man. Got a lot of play out of it, but I'm kind of itching to maybe play it, a new song from your brand new album. So if you're kind of cool with it, I thought maybe uh, you could make a suggestion and uh, give us uh, something that we could play from this uh, the new disc here to kind of get everybody rolling. Oh, well, um, well uh, let's see. I, you've got it all right there in front of you. I could, I could pick any song. Yeah, I think I can play almost any song if you just tell me which one you like to kind of tease them with here i got a few favorites here but i'm kind of curious to know what you might want to share first with the band with the with the listeners well i, I feel like maybe uh playing leave me 101 just to kind of 
get it out there. All right, that's the lead-off track, and of course the title of the new album. Now, is this a, a on a record label? You yourself releasing it like the the first album? Fairly self-released, uh, but uh, you never know what can happen, and I'm uh, I'm uh, promoting it out there to see if. Uh, Someone will take it on. All right. We'll call it GMR, Jeffrey Miller Records, for now. But like we said earlier, uh, there's samples of it. You folks can uh, listen to this teaser up on Bandcamp. And, of course, they can pre-order it right now, which is great. So when the uh, the first of the month rolls around, you should be able to get a copy of it to enjoy. So without further ado, let's introduce this track. It's called Leaving 101. It's the brand-new single, the title track from Jeffrey Miller's brand-new album. And we're giving it a spin right now on Go Cat Go, The Rockabilly Show. Didn't drive out on the back roads, didn't need no time to think Just aimed that steering wheel down a California interstate, she was gone Back to San Jose Looking for Eureka, revelation none of me Didn't get lost in the woods, nothing left to contemplate She was done, leaving a 101 Well, she didn't say nothing, just turned and started trucking down that big highway No, she didn't do no fussing, didn't take nothing Just wrapped me a diamond ring Didn't want to talk about it Nothing left to explain Just got the wheels rolling down the fast lane And made a pun It was bye-bye, babe Little bit of mad money Gas filled up in that tank Just followed that big sign Saying southbound to L.A. on the run Leaving
There you go, man. A lot of energy in that. I'm digging those crazy fiddle sounds, folks. We just got done playing a, uh, the leadoff track to Jeffrey Miller's new album. That was Leaving 101. Now, I got to mention to you as well that uh, Dave Brighton at Rocket Reeler Radio uh, just told me today that he got a copy of your, your new album, your recording. So it sounds like a lot of other DJs will be adding it to their playlists in, in the near future. So we'll hopefully drum up a little bit of excitement for the release of Leaving 101. So thank you for that. Thank you. No problem, folks. We're still chatting with Jeffrey Miller. I mentioned he's uh, chatting with us from his uh, his big rockin' ranch somewhere on the outskirts of Sacramento. Do, do you live in Sacramento? I know you said you're kind of based and uh, uh, kind of associated with that town, but do you actually live there? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. How is the weather in Sacramento these days? How's, what's it like today? Oh, pleasant. Very nice today, actually. Uh, it, it's actually, at this time of year, it's so nice where it scares us because we're afraid there's going to be no rain for the rest of the rest of the uh, winters. So. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm, it's taking me back to my days. I remember the Santa Ana winds, and I remember them being wildfires. Uh, thankfully, I never got too many extremes back when I was living in California. Like I said, that was quite a long time ago when I was in the Navy. But uh, these days, I'm here freezing in Michigan, <laughs> in southeastern Michigan. But thankfully, I'm here in my little rockabilly bunker here at the Motorbilly Studios, and I get to uh, enjoy all this wonderful music and, and share it with my friends and fans all over the world here on on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly show. So, again, we're chatting, folks, with Jeffrey Miller, uh, anticipating the release of his brand-new album, Leaving 101. So I was asking you a, a few questions while we were kind of chatting off-air, but I kind of want to know if you could share with us some of the musicians who are appearing on this new album. Is it your regular bandmates like, that you perform with, or did you get some uh, musical mercenaries, some, like you said, hot shots to come in and, and uh, record with you? Tell us about who's on the album with you. I guess the answer to that question is both. I got, uh, on that track you just heard right there, I've got uh, most of my regular band, uh, or at least a good portion of it. Uh, I've got um, my regular uh, drummer, Jim Frink. He uh, lives around here, as well as uh, I, uh, my, uh, one of our star local musicians, who now has got a big gig, who's on tour with a hot club of Cowtown. Oh, my. Zach Sapinor on bass. He played bass on that. Very cool. And you notice I got a steel guitar and a fiddle on there. And on steel guitar, I got Nashville, uh, you know, uh, steel, I guess, kind of virtuoso. Yeah. Uh, Travis Toy. Uh, uh. Just really play some hot stuff. Just uh, one, of the, one of the best. He's on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's recorded with everyone or performed with everyone, you know, Garth Brooks, uh, you know, all the big ones, you know. Uh, he's got a pretty extensive list on his website, but he, he plays with Rascal Fat, a flat. Uh, normally, he's got a job with him. Oh. You know. <laughs> That's a pretty good gig, man. I'm surprised you had some time to, to work with him. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I was very fortunate to catch him uh, at the right time. I'm not sure um, if he's busy now with uh, things. That, uh, he recorded that back in 2020. Okay. During the during the shutdowns. So I don't know if things have changed for him. But he did a great job on it, and I'm really, really excited to have him on that, uh, that track. And then also on the fiddle, I got um, Scott Joss, who is... Uh, a fiddle player. He's played with uh, Dwight Yoakam, Christopher oh, uh, wow. and even Merle Haggard when he was uh, alive. So, you know, big shoes there, and uh, really honored to have him on the album. No doubt, man. What a great connection to Dwight Yoakam. I got to say, you know, I've always been a Roots Rock, Rockabilly 50s music fan, but it might have been Dwight back in the, uh, well, I guess it was the 80s, right, when he had his uh, some of his big early hits and uh, really caught my attention and probably opened my ears to a lot of uh, old-school honky-tonk music and it all of course dovetails very nicely with the roots rock rockabilly sound that we all love here in our modern day scene so i think it's all coming together for you 
let me ask you real quickly about uh, last year's album. So you released the album, All Night Honky Tonk Man. We've been playing the heck out of it. It was one of my top 10 favorites from 2021. And in fact, it actually um, got a uh, place on the top 100 Ameripolitan, or no, sorry, Americana charts for uh, 2021. So I want to congratulate for you for that one, man. You were ahead of uh, quite a few people, so nice little feather in your cap. Yeah, I was really excited to see that. It's um, uh, the Alt Country um there it is, yeah. Uh, top 100. That uh, was number 32 uh, with that uh, first album, All Night Honky Tonk Man. And yeah, it was very, uh, I, I wasn't expecting that. And it was a really nice surprise. And I'm so thankful that uh, folks have liked the album and uh, DJs like yourself have played it. So uh, thank, thank you and thank you. Thank you, everybody. Well, I mean, thank you for giving us the music. You know, I, whenever I, I hear something that kind of, you know, flips my trigger there, I, I always get excited about it, especially if it's up tempo and kind of twangy and rocking. I definitely appreciate your guitar and I think you're a, a great songwriter got some really good material on that album and like i said we get lots of requests for it too very danceable which i think is fantastic too uh, here's another sideline question for you now when you perform out do you perform for a lot of dancers do people get out and move around or is it mostly like a sitting audience who uh, applaud politely after each song <laughs> yeah um you know coming from a rockabilly uh, angle uh, I, I played for a lot of dancers a lot of swing dancers uh, uh yeah uh and, you know uh, usually uh, now that I'm doing uh, more country, I'm getting sort of a mix, you know, uh, of the swing dancers that will come to see me still because I still play. Uh, I try to make the music I do, uh, um, you know, a lot of it danceable no matter what, you know. And, of and course. The swing dancers take into my country side as well, which has been great. And then, uh, you know, also I'm kind of attracting uh, some non-swing dancer, non-sort of rockabilly, you know, country fans, you know, they're kind of just country fans, you know, and so oh, yeah. uh, they'll uh, do more two-steps or, you know, that kind of thing, and even line dance. Uh, so it's a, it's been an interesting, uh, you know, a mix uh, in terms of audience uh, right. with this new project. Well, it sounds like you always kind of catered to the dancers, which is great. And now, as your sound is moving more towards uh, honky tonk, you might say alt country type of a flavor. I like that you're still kind of keeping things lively and keeping people moving around, and that's great. We mentioned off air, you know, that some of the musicians who worked with you uh, come from Nashville. Now, have you ever been to Nashville, Tennessee, and do you plan on maybe going there in the near future? Uh, I've not been yet, uh, but I do plan to go there and uh, perform. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometime soon. All right, cool, cool. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about, too, because I know that, you know, the year's kind of wide open, and there are more festivals and, and events happening, especially during the summertime when people can do things a little more safely outdoors there. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious to know if you've got a lot of, uh, you know, shows in store for Jeffrey Miller. Do you have uh, any big gigs or any festival appearances already slated, or is, are things kind of wide open for you? Yeah, I've been really focused on uh, finishing this album and getting it out. I haven't put a lot of time into really uh, booking yet, but I'm starting to do that now, and I'm looking to start with some uh, Southern California uh, shows, probably uh, Hillbilly Jazz uh, series at, uh, with uh, Stiller Shows in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Probably do that. Uh, and uh, I don't know. And that, after that, I'm 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 working it out. But um, later this year, I expect to start uh, playing more. Okay, that's kind of cool. So you got a big, wide open horizon in front of you, though, which has got to be exciting. But I, I can't even imagine the anticipation having the new album almost ready to go and drop. And it must be cool. So you've gotten a few pre-orders, I would expect, right? I do. Yes, the, the pre-orders have been coming in, and uh, and I'm really uh, happy about that. And uh, yeah, it's feeling good. Awesome. 
Now, if people wanted to pre-order it now, where would you direct them? Do you have a specific website, or do you want to go to the Bandcamp page? I've been directing people to a, the Bandcamp page. Uh, it's uh, you know, Bandcamp slash Jeffrey Miller. Mm-hmm. And then, or you can go to my website, jeffreymillermusic.com. There you go. Yeah, we want people to bookmark that page. And, of course, we would suggest people follow you up on Facebook because you do share photos and uh audio clips and you do post about some of your local shows that you do so you're like i said you're still hopefully doing shows with the twilight drifters but i would expect you be performing out soon is there a, any plans for like a big cd release party somewhere in california yeah i've, I've got um plans to do a cd release show in sacramento here in my hometown uh in april april 30th i believe is what i have okay so that's um, coming up and so you know giving myself time to sort of uh, ramp up and get the material polished up in our live show right and then kind of start playing it well i obviously want to have it all in hand and i know there's a lot of uh delays with getting like records pressed and such i'm just wondering uh, so everything's on schedule for delivery and you'll be able to deliver like hard product very soon absolutely yep i have actually i've got cds uh, in stock now ready to go out wow and i'm just uh and of course it's available digitally on all the platforms Ah, very, very cool. So I got to ask you, you, you said you've uh, loved music most of your life, and I'm sure you probably listen to it in almost every format. Do you do you have a good record collection? Is vinyl something that you acquire and collect? You know, honestly, I, I've got a uh, vinyl collection, but I, being a uh, kid of the 90s, <laughs> I got more CDs. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how long they last before they start rotting. But I've got a lot of CDs. Okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, don't throw them and, away. Uh, <laughs> and, but I do have a you know a nice collection of a, a old country vinyl actually that I've worked on over the past uh, you know ten years or so. Nice. As well as uh, rockabilly. So I've got you know I've got a nice vinyl collection as well. Very very cool. Now, are there plans to release Leaving One Hundred and One on vinyl in the near future? Is that something you'd like to do? Yeah, I would love to do that. Oh, that would be you know a uh, nice little dream come true. You know, it's one of those things where I'm kind of evaluating the demand for it. But uh, so, if you want to hear my record on vinyl, let me know. And I'd okay. be happy to do that, and uh, it'd be a great accomplishment for me to have it on vinyl. I would love to. I'd love to see that. Oh, I bet. I can't imagine what it must be like holding a, a vinyl recording of your own music. That would be that'd be quite a thrill. All right, I, I've got a kind of a little mini barrage here of uh, some more questions. Some of them fun and kind of goofy. To, before we uh, cut you loose, Jeffrey, but I, I'm always curious to know, like. You've been in the rocket scene for quite a while, and I know you've performed at Viva Las Vegas, and you've worked with uh, Deke Dickerson, and you've opened up for many contemporary modern-day rock and artists. I'm wondering, like, just off the top of your head, can you recommend three of your contemporaries? We're talking like modern-day recording artists who actually perform and tour, maybe record as well. Anybody from the kind of the Americana or Maripolitan field that you would recommend? So say you've got a fan who loves your music, and they said, hey, I'd like to hear more music like yours. Can you give me maybe the names of three artists or three bands that you really would be easy to recommend? Well, um, shoot. Um, you know, I really like what uh, Jesse Daniels has been doing these, these days, and his music and his latest album is great. Um, so he's one. And uh, Charlie Crockett, yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, some great recordings out there. Uh, really like his songwriting and that style. So there's a couple right there. That's some good ones, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, let's see. Um well, I guess part of my question is, like, if you had to, you know, share a stage or maybe go on tour with somebody, even if it's a band you've never seen live, you know, who might you just say, oh, I would jump at the chance to play with this this band or this artist? Is there anybody like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Dwight Yoakam. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So if Dwight calls, you're going to pick up the phone. Excellent. Yeah. 
Put it out there, Dwight, if you're listening. Excellent. <laughs> I like that one too. Anybody in the uh, the roots rock or rockabilly field? I'm I'm, I'm kind of assuming you're always, already a big fan of uh, Deke Dickerson or maybe Deke and the Whippersnappers. Any other uh, current rockabilly band you think would be fun to tour with? Yes, uh, Delta Bombers. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm acquainted with them. They're really cool. I like you know they got great thing going on and uh, really cool stuff. Yes, I'm uh, friends with Deke Dickerson and uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Dick Dickinson, um, it's always a pleasure to you know share a stage with him. I've only done it a couple times uh, at Viva Las Vegas. He's dream come true in its own way, and uh, and then you know Big Sandy, of course. Uh, oh yeah, you know. for sure. And uh, you know Paladins. I've never played with the Paladins, but I, uh, they're you know they're one of my favorites as well. Uh, that's pretty cool that you mentioned them. I'm a big fan of uh, Dave and the guys. Uh, they're out of San Diego, I believe, originally, but. Uh, very cool, man. Love the Paladins. That's a great great suggestion, a great nod. Might have to mix some Paladins into tonight's program. All right, just a couple more, Jeffrey, here before we uh, cut you loose out of the program here, but you've been a great sport so far. Let me ask you, how many guitars do you own? If I had to like break into your house right now and count how many guitars, how many would we find? <laughs> you know, that's a, <laughs> that's a very uh, incriminating question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, it's actually a question I, I, I struggle to answer sometimes because I forget. I've got them kind of uh, tucked away here and there, and they're stashed. In our bed. Uh-huh. So I'm going to estimate that I have about uh, you know 15 guitars. Really, not that many. That's pretty good. I only play. I really, only really play like four of them uh, regularly. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, out of the four you play regularly, what's your favorite? Maybe, and which one do you maybe use when you record? Um, well, I um, the Telecaster is. You know, I use that most because uh, it you know it's the most versatile in terms of you know the styles I play. Right. I kind of use it for all of it. And then I, uh, you know, my when I play live, I usually bring three guitars. I bring a Telecaster. Mm-hmm. I have one I've been using with a Parsons White B bender in it, and, I, and you can hear a lot of that on the Leaving One Hundred One album. There's a lot of B bender on there. Okay, cool. And then I, I play uh, Archstop. It's a Mossrite uh, Celebrity from the '60s uh, Archstop, so to kind of get a rock really Archstop sound. Oh wow! And uh, I got I bring that along, and then I I, I play a baritone also a lot of songs. Very nice. That's yeah. pretty good, uh, you know, <laughs> batch of uh, axes you got there. That's I like that. Some good answers. So here's one of my kind of patent questions that I always like to ask uh, artists when I'm interviewing. I'm not sure if I asked you before, but I'm, I'll ask it one more time just in case I did. So can you name and do you still own the very first record that you were ever purchased with your own money? Now, I remember what I bought when I finally started buying music as a teenager, but do you, can you does your mind go back that far? Can you remember not something that was given to you, but you actually spent your own money on? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, when I I, I would say, um, you know, I, I, at the time when I started buying music, I, I didn't start buying records. Again, I, I, was, I was buying tapes, cassette tapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know that. I had the same. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, back in the late eighties, uh, when I had to have a little money and I could buy uh, some music, it was always a cassette tape. Yep. And I, I, I think that, uh, honestly, I think the first uh, tape I bought um, as, uh, you know, was probably, um, you know, maybe 12 or 13, I had, you know, my own money. I think it was, I think it was the La Bamba soundtrack, I got to tell you. <laughs> oh, hey, now that's yeah. pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I watched that movie a million, million times as a kid growing up, and, uh, you know, of course, I love the soundtrack, it's just great, and I, I um, you know, I was in junior high, and I was, Carrying, the, I was playing the uh, Obama soundtrack in my walk, my uh, my Walkman back in those days. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, you're bringing back a lot of embarrassing memories for me too. Yeah, when I was stationed in San Diego, I used to go to the Tower Records, and because I lived on base, I didn't have a lot of space, and because kind of an idiot, I bought cassettes as well, because it was what everybody had cassette players in their cars, and I owned a boombox, so it was just a very convenient and easy way to transport music. It was They were small and light, but that's what I did as well, too. I don't know if I have too many of them left. Yeah, many, many dollars spent on cassettes. That's pretty cool that we have that in common. <laughs> but I love the fact that you dig the La Bamba soundtrack, too. Uh, if I ever see that in cassette tape, I'm totally going to buy that for you and send it to you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, hey, that leaves us with my one last question here. I want to you know, remind our listeners that we're hanging out with Jeffrey Miller here, and he's about ready to drop a brand new album, the second full-length release. He's releasing it himself. I guess you could say it's on his own Jeffrey Miller Music Record label. It's called Leaving 101. And uh, Jeffrey, again, we want to encourage people to pre-order or maybe sample some of your music online where would you suggest the best place for them to go so they could pre-order it and or purchase it right away uh, bandcamp.com okay and jeffrey miller there you go well that's pretty easy and we also mentioned that you've got a facebook page so you should check that out and i would say follow jeffrey miller follow the uh, twilight drifters as well you can see what's going on with his uh, roots rockabilly combo and of course we can't wait to uh have everybody hear some more selections from your brand new album. So, Jeremy, before I cut you loose, you want to? I, I did pick out some songs. You're going to kind of DJ the next set. I want to know which off your new album, which track would you like folks to hear next? We already heard "Leaving 101," but uh, do you have another favorite that you'd like to, um, people to to enjoy right now? Yeah, when we try uh, "Population 3." Okay, "Population 3." All right, quickly tell us a little bit about what's the story behind this one. Well, I, I always uh, tell it at live shows, it's, if there was a place you can go to uh, where you were uh, living a heartache in an actual town, mm. this would, it, the song is about that place. It's about a uh, town where there's only a population of three, and oh. the, the song tells the story. Okay, well, this sounds great. I'm kind of intrigued to hear this, although I have heard it, I'm kind of intrigued and I'm looking forward to sharing with everybody once again. Hey, Jeffrey, let me uh, thank you once again for all your time. You've been a great sport, kind of under all this uh, heavy burden of all my crazy questions, but I think you came through like a champ, and, and you answered them all deftly, and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say correctly, but honestly, which I really appreciate that. And I want to wish you the very best of luck, the sales, and of course, and the popularity of your new album, Leaving 101. Uh, Jeffrey Miller, folks, all the way from Sacramento, California. Uh, Jeffrey, once again, thank you for the great music, and thank you for your time with us here on the program tonight. Thank you, Dale, for having me. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Well, we're going to reward everybody who endured our interview. They get to hear a bunch of your music mixed in with some of your favorites. We'll encourage folks to keep on listening to Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Jeffrey, have a great one. We'll be looking for you on the road. And again, best of luck with the release of the new album, Leaving 101. And we'll catch up with you real soon. Thanks again, my friend. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Boom economy, gross product misery, elevation.
If you're wondering where I'm living now, you'll see a sign at the edge of town. Population three, the blues, your memory and me. Seems I always have their company And at the tavern I never drink alone They always help me get on home We're a little more than neighborly The blues, your memory and me Right here at Heartbreak USA Oh, we've got everything Heartaches are the biggest industry It's a boom economy Product misery, elevation low, climate always rain. If you find your way on into town, you'll see a sign before you turn around. Population three. To get to know you And the way your heart can sin I thought we belonged together And our hearts fit like a glove But I was wrong for I've been watching you From the window up above The teardrop started As I listened on and on Heard you whisper to him softly That our marriage was all wrong But I hope he makes you happy And you will never lose his love I lost mine while I was watching From the window up above How I wish I could be dreaming And wake up to 
I was wrong for I've been watching from the window up above Good morning blues How have you been? I guess another day with you is what I'll spend My baby's gone away so there's room for you to stay My love is through How do you do? Good morning blues Last night my baby left me I thought she was pretending So confident, no tears did I cry And when I went to bed I thought she'd be here instead You were there when I opened up my eyes Good morning blues, oh welcome in I'm glad to see you here, my only friend Oh, without your company I'd be alone in misery
Open bottles, some half filled Scattered everywhere around here With a faded memory of last night's cheer Lipstick on a coffee cup That you sipped as you packed up Then said goodbye and left me nothing here But cold coffee And warm beer That's all that's left Of us around here Bottle caps and grounds on the floor Cigarettes and beer labels burnt and torn It brings me to tears Cold coffee warm beer Well we sure had a real good time Then it turned into a fight And you realized you just didn't care Never took you as one for spy But I guess I saw the light when I woke up this morning to my worst fear. Cold coffee and warm beer, that's all that's left of what we share. There ain't nothing left to start the day or help to ease the pain. All you left me here Is cold coffee and warm beer beer on ice Now there's just that lonesome taste I can't bear And nothing to chase it but a dead dog's hair Cold coffee and warm beer That's all that's left of what we shared Bottle caps like confetti on the floor Half a pot on the kettle unpoured Oh, it brings me to tears Cold coffee and warm beer All you left me, dear Is cold coffee and warm beer This is Jeffrey Miller and I'm getting real gone with that wild Aztec werewolf, DJ Del Villarreal. Keep it tuned in here for more Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Para bailar la bamba, para bailar la bamba, se necesito más. 
All right, that one takes you back. <laughs> Southern California, back in the uh, late 80s, mid-late 80s, from 1987, actually, is uh, Los Lobos, folks, of course, from the official soundtrack to the movie La Bamba. And we'll send that song out to Jeffrey Miller. Thank him again for a uh, great chat. I hope you folks enjoyed uh, me barraging him with all those crazy questions. But I think he gave some great answers and gave us a nice insight into uh, the working mind, the working hands of that great musician, Jeffrey Miller and his new album uh, again available for you folks to preview and pre-order up on Bandcamp so get on over to that page check it out if you're so inclined you can pre-order a copy I think you'll get a digital download when the album is officially released as well as a hard copy sent directly to you as well so uh, thank you Jeffrey get on over to his Facebook page folks like him follow him give him some encouragement I'm kind of he's kind of curious to know if folks out there would definitely want the vinyl or not you have to let him know well let me back announce here uh, again this is Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. We're live from the Motorbilly Studios here on Rockabilly Radio. Thank you, everyone, for sticking with me through the video, the, the very end. We're going to keep going, though. I think that uh, Dave will be cool with me playing a little longer since we had that nice long interview. Let's see. La Bamba from Los Lobos. Again, from the La Bamba soundtrack, 87. We had Jeffrey Miller, new track from his Leaving 101 disc, and that was Cold Coffee, Warm Beer. Ooh, two bad tastes that do not taste good together but um, they do mix together to make a great sound thank you jeffrey for that great new track uh, we got a suggestion for some johnny bond uh, he said that yeah, jeffrey did say that uh, he likes to play that song out with his bands that's from a nasty rockabilly set compilation so unissued from 58 on the tally record label there's johnny bond with three or four nights jeffrey miller himself with one of my favorites from the new leaving 101 disc Good Morning Blues. All right. We're liking that a lot. Give it a big thumbs up. A great suggestion from Jeffrey as well for George Jones. This is his Mercury recording from 1960. Uh, I found myself singing right along to The Window Up Above, pulled from the uh, brilliant Bear Family box set called Birth of a Legend. That's all his early Stardairy Mercury recordings in one little handy-dandy package. And then Jeffrey Miller kicked it off with the title track, man. That's the single, too. So that track, I believe, is available to stream right now up on Bandcamp. I don't know yet if the whole album is available for you to check out. We've got a copy of it, of course, so you get to hear new recordings from Jeffrey Miller here on the Go Cat Go show. And I would expect that most of the DJs here at Rockabilly Radio will also be uh, featuring some of his music on their program, at least the ones that don't mind uh, you know, stretching things to include Americana, Ameripolitan, Roots Rock and Country, Honky Tonk. Uh, Jeffrey Miller does all those things very, very well. And again, we're very grateful for his uh, presence on the show tonight. He was a great interview and a nice chat, and he's a wonderful fella. We definitely want to wish him uh, even more continued good luck and success in 2022. Leaving 101 is the new album. Look for that on Jeffrey Miller Music, Bandcamp. Follow him on Facebook. Okay, well, I want to play a, just a few more tunes here. I think I might kick things off with the Big Sandy track. He talked about Big Sandy quite a bit. I think that's one of the bands he wouldn't mind performing with. And Robert... And the guys, of course, are perennial favorites in our Roots Rockin' scene. So how about something, yeah, from his last EP. This came out just a year and a half ago, two years it was. I remember chatting with Big Sandy about it, too. So this is a tribute EP, a nice new recordings. Uh, Big Sandy and the Flower Boys sing and play the songs of Freddie Fender. Uh, this is one of the ones that was kind of a little more of a doo-wop flavor, and it's kind of cool. So it's on the Baltimore record label. And it features uh, Orange County's own Robert Williams. That's Big Sandy and his boys. Check out Holy One from Big Sandy tonight on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Ooh. 
And then your pride will be a dragon Look around, you're all alone The web of fate has finally curled You said everyone out of your world Cause you're a solid 
solid, solid sender. I hope that you're really feeling proud. You put me on a cloud, and all of that rain from the heavens was my tears. Of all of the others that you've kissed, not one man could resist. Oh, but what are you gonna do when Father Time appears? I'm gonna watch you, solid cinder you. Solid cinder. When time makes you surrender you. You'll stop your bragging, then your pride'll be a dragon. Look around, you're all alone. The web of fate has finally curled. You said everyone out of your world, 'cause you're a solid, solid, solid sender.
married man I look a sight I'm the young and wild Ooh, young and wild Baby, young and wild That's my style, that's me Someday soon I'm gonna settle down When I find the best looking girl around But right now while I'm loving them all Just gonna have myself a ball I'm the young and wild Yeah, man, we keep you young and definitely wild and rocking here on the Go Cat Go radio program. Uh, folks, this is DJ Dell Viriel. I am kind of on the fence of whether I want to keep rolling or not. I'm feeling good. It's probably this Mountain Dew that I drank. I had a uh, Major Melon, which is a uh, dew charged with watermelon flavor with other natural flavors. So very tasty, again, on the sweet side, but I, I dig that stuff, man. So I got my sugar and caffeine coursing through my blood, and of course, all this great rocking music coursing through my ears. I hope you're enjoying it tonight. Again, thank you, everybody, for hanging with us and enjoying the interview tonight. It seems like uh, the numbers stayed high, which is brilliant, and I want to thank all you folks who uh, make us a regular part of your Wednesday night entertainment schedule. We're happy to do it for you, and we love everyone who gets involved as well, too. So let me... Uh, Quickly back announce, and we'll play some more music for you all, of course, because that's what I'm here for. It's what I like to do. Uh, finishing up with a track from the late Al Hendricks. I didn't know that Al had passed away, so I think this must have happened, I don't know, recently? I'm, you know, somebody have to let me know. I'll do a deep dive on it. But uh, recording for the Legree record label back in 1960, that was Young and Wild from Al Hendricks. I do believe he was a, a Californian. We had the Paladins in that set. Another nice suggestion from Jeffrey Miller, too. Uh, always fun to kind of rush back and, and see, pick out some favorite Paladin stuff. Those guys are, are epic. I think I like their stuff from the late 80s as much as the stuff they did in the 2000s. So from the Palvaline number 7 album, Palvaline 7, that was Then I Found You from Dave Gonzalez and the Boys, the Paladins. We had Billy Mize. Uh, Billy Mize, of course, a great country music singer, songwriter. His real name was William Robert. Mize from Arkansas City, Kansas. So he was a steel guitarist. He had his own band. He was a vocalist, songwriter, TV show host as well. Good looking guy with a great voice. And that was Solid Sender, 57 on the Decca record label. And we had Big Sandy and his Fly Right Boys doing Oh Holy One. Great Freddie Fender cover from the uh, Baltimore Records release. Big Sandy and the Fly Right Boys sing and play the songs of Freddie Fender. I think Robert sold out his initial run that he had pressed here in the States, but I do know that it is in print, I believe, from Sleazy Records. I'm going to say that with a little bit of certainty. So if you want to get that vinyl in your collection, it should be fairly easy to find. Look for that on Sleazy. And uh, thank Robert, Big Sandy and the Flyright Boys. Again, we're taking some inspiration from our great interview tonight with Jeffrey Miller. His new album, Leaving 101, is going to be dropping very, very soon. He mentioned at the top of the next month, but you can pre-order it and uh, check out selections up on Bandcamp. I believe the single, Leaving 101, the title track, is there for you to enjoy right now. So check that out. We're playing it, and uh, we'll feature some other stuff, too. Jeffrey wanted to let everybody know, he forgot to mention while in our big, long interview that Deke Dickerson actually had a hand in producing this album. So I think Deke might have mixed it like he did for his last album there, The All Night Honky Tonk Man. So I think that's a cool thing. And I'm sure Deke would be happy if we played one of his songs here. So let me see here. I'm just going to go back, I think, to 2013. Now, obviously, Deke has been doing some recent stuff with his uh, band, The Whippersnappers, there. 
But uh, this is something I think he put together with himself, maybe with his own in-studio Echophonics band. But let's check out Bop Wax. Okay, let's get that Bop Wax out of your ears and back on the turntable where it belongs. From the disc Echosonic Eldorado, direct from Burbank, California, here's Deke Dickerson on the major label record label with Bop Wax. Spinning in your ears tonight on Go Cat Go, the Rockabilly Show. Thank you. 
Will it end for you and me? We'll sing all on the matter and think of things that used to be. I remember so well back when the weather was cool. We used to have so much fun when we were walking to school. If we stopped off to hear the latest songs they sing, times we'd just make it in before the bell would ring. Oh, baby doll, when bells ring out the summer free. Baby doll, will it end for you and me? We'll sing the old alma mater and think of things it used to be. Before I cut you kids out of school, I got to play one more song for uh, one of my fellow teachers over there at Slauson. So I'm kind of bummed we're actually going to be going to virtual tomorrow, but it, I guess it's just for a few days till Tuesday of next week. But still, I like being with the kids. At any rate, I was working with a, a young new teacher who moved up to Michigan from Texas, and uh, his last name is Hawkins. So I kind of half teased him a little bit about Ronnie Hawkins. I wasn't sure if he was familiar with him. So we played some of his music uh, on the school. PA system and he was digging it and of course you know he came from Texas lived in Austin so he had a lot of great stories to share about the great roots rocking scene down there and all the great restaurants and we had a great chat and I think we got along famously so there you go we'll send this song out to you Mr. Hawkins check it out 40 days it's Ronnie Hawkins on Go Cat Go the Rockabilly Show I'm gonna give you 40 days to get back home I done called up a gypsy woman on the telephone I'm gonna send out a worldwide hoodoo that'll be the very thing that'll suit you I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days Woo! 40 days Woo! 40 days I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days I'm gonna send out a worldwide hoodoo that'll be the very thing that'll suit you I'm going to say that she'll be back home in 40 days. 
talking to the judge in a private early this morning. And it took me to the sheriff's office to sign a warning. They're gonna go across charge again. That'll be the very thing that I'll send you. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days. Ooh, 40 days. 40 days. I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days. I'm gonna send out a worldwide who do that. It'll be the very thing that'll suit you. I'm on a city, she'll be back home in 40 days. Oh, 40 days. 40 days. I'm on a city, she'll be back home in 40 Everything I've ever seen I'm gonna say that she'll be back home in 40 days Man, I love that <laughs> It didn't want to end, that song was too cool Alright, there is Ronnie Hawkins, folks Recording for the Roulette Record label Yep, 40 Days from 59 Off a cool Fantastic Voyage box set I'll send that out to Jackson or Jack Hawkins A uh, recent I don't say convert, but a recent person who's moved to Michigan. He's living here in Ann Arbor with his uh, lovely partner and uh, doing well. One of my co-teachers over there at Slauson Middle School. So that's fantastic. 40 days for you, sir. We also enjoyed some Chuck Berry in that set. 57 on chess with Oh Baby Doll. And that one, of course, inspired by uh, Jeffrey Miller's story about Chuck Berry being one of the very first uh, bands that he got into, hearing him on the oldies radio back in the day, that uh, glorious monophonic AM sound. How cool is that, huh? We had the Delta Bombers. That one, I think, uh, pleased Randy quite a bit. I'm not sure why we haven't played that in a while, but from the recent uh, series of colored vinyl 45s that the band put out, there are the Delta Bombers from Las Vegas, Nevada. Self-released, that was the nice 7-inch 45 with Save Me. Sounding good. We should play that more often, huh? We had Buddy Holly, of course, on Coral. Uh, 57 for Peggy Sue. Big hit for him. Deke Dickerson and the Echo Phonics. And we're thanking Deke for all the great work he did on the new Jeffrey Miller album, Leaving 101. So it sounds like Deke produced it, right? Am I saying that right? Or he mastered it? Maybe both? I know Deke's been uh, doing a lot of work behind the scenes lately with uh, many contemporary and up-and-coming rocket artists, so that's kind of cool. He's got the golden touch from his Echosonic Eldorado disc on major label records. That was Bop Wax from Burbank's own Deke Dickerson, although I think he's originally out of Missouri, but we'll forgive him for that. Okay, i got to get out of here, man. We are definitely way past our allotted time, but of course... Where will we be without thanking our good friend Jeffrey Miller? Thank you, Jeffrey, for sharing all your wonderful music and coming on the program tonight, letting me ask you lots of crazy questions. Like I said, you came through like a champ, and I'm hoping it inspired a lot of folks to seek out your music and hopefully request other DJs to play your tunes as well. But we, of course, would love it if folks bought themselves a copy of that new album, Leaving 101. Of course, the All Night Honky Tonk Man is available now, so if you want to get this in your collection, you can do it without hesitating, without waiting. It'll be on its way to you very, very soon. So I'll play you a track from this 2020 release here, one of my favorites. Here's Jeffrey Miller with All Night Honky Tonk Man. What's the name of the album? All Night Honky Tonk Man. We're going to enjoy Stars Are Talking. And as I uh, shuffle on out the door, folks, I will again remind you, it's a great life if you keep rocking.
I'm going to catch all my good friends very, very soon. Adios, everybody. The stars are talking, your eyes are sparking, the night is calling for you and me. Let's go out walking, up by lovers rocked it, out in the dark where we can see. It may be superstition or just me wishing That you and I kissing is what it's meant to be I may be wrong here but I think I can hear The stars above talking to you and me Stars above our top